Welcome to the Witchy Lifestyle Podcast, bringing you cues and clues from nature and that good witchy stuff. Welcome back to the Witchy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Kalina Lawless. I'm Patsy Henneberry. And this is episode 22. Who are we? Not that anyone asked. And nobody asked, but <laughs> we're going to hear all about well, not all about it. But, but we've um, we've realized that we've gone over 20 episodes now. We're on episode 22. And if you're still listening, it's completely on the merit of our podcast because we haven't told you who we are yet. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Thanks for listening. And in a way, it doesn't matter because, you know, this podcast, it's for you you know like it's not it's not for us like it is for us because it's part of our spiritual journey but we're putting out information you know for you so I guess like and I don't know I would describe us too as being you know what I call humbletude a humble attitude and uh you know like I don't I'm not the kind of person that shouts from the rooftop who I am but I also recognize that sometimes you know you kind of have to you have to you have to pump yourself up a bit I think it's important for them to get an idea of you know, our background and where mm-hmm. we came from, but it doesn't, we don't necessarily have to list all of our credentials. So, you know, yeah, we've done a lot of shit and yeah. um, we s- still have a, a lot of shit to learn, I'm sure, but. Oh, yeah. I always think if you're not, like, if you don't see yourself as a beginner for life, then mm. your ego is probably too big to be a true spiritualist yeah that's a good way to put it you know like like you should always we're always learning you should always think of yourself and I love the beginner mindset like I love you know always thinking of myself as a as a beginner even though I know I'm not yeah you know and that it keeps your mind open to the possibility that there's always something to learn there's always someone to learn from and you're not the best well said um that being said, <laughs> that being said. <laughs> I remember, I mean, way back when I was probably five, six, my favorite place to be was by the river. And I would just go and sit by the river and I would see the water almost dancing and the reflection from the water. I think now what I was seeing is fairies. Mm. Um you know, dancing around the water and in in and around the bushes and stuff. But I didn't know what I was singing then. So mm-hmm. I think that's where I got my first kind of glimpse into, I, I don't, I'm going to say new age, although I don't like that word, but mm-hmm. the new age world. It's actually an old age. It is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like it's, it's a, a practice that has been around longer than what's currently being taught in practice. So mm-hmm. it's. It's not really new. Yeah. yeah, It's only new when you rediscover the hidden parts of yourself. It's a good way to put it. But, yeah, yeah, it's interesting to think back to, like, your earliest memory. And that's a pretty cool one. It's also, like, it really taps into, like, nature and how powerful it is Mm -hmm. as you develop your spirituality. But then life happens. And, you know, I grew up in a pretty christian like mm-hmm. um environment and you know that stuff was not something that they believed in nor did they want any 
part of. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably really repressed, eh? So, yeah. I mean, I used to fly in my dreams and do all kinds of cool cool things, but... yeah. For me, very early on, I started seeing ghosts, and I, I wonder, too. See, unlike Patsy, I think that my household was, like, very new-agey, for lack of better mm. terms. And my mother's into ghost sightings and psychic readings and, you know, all the all the good stuff, all the good witchy stuff. So... Do you probably um, have a hereditary... Yeah, it's hereditary, and I think it was just encouraged, and I was always encouraged to, like, use my imagination, you know, like, I'm a writer and a storyteller, and I've, you know, I've always researched and read about things, and then I get ideas, and so, yeah, I used to have, I now call him my invisible friend, Norton Anderson, Mm -hmm. and I was bought, like, my parents bought me a Ouija board when I was a kid, a young kid, and uh, much, (laughs) much to the much to the distaste of the Christians around us, because mm-hmm. that's, you know, they think that's pretty evil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and even to this day, I have friends that are like, come on, tell me that wasn't real, what you said, that you were seeing this guy. And I was like, I don't know, I saw him. Whether I had an overactive imagination or I really saw him, I had an imaginary friend that told me that he killed his family. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you know what his name was? Yeah. Did you ever, like, research it to see? I did, yeah. And? I couldn't find anything. Hmm. So <laughs> I'll be straight up. <laughs> so I don't know if it was over active imagination or, you know, maybe he wasn't telling me the truth. No. Maybe he was. It was his code name. Yeah, maybe. Well, you don't know. When mm-hmm. you're dealing with the spirits, like. Yeah. Maybe they're even confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he was just playing with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> He's like, why is this kid not getting scared? <laughs> what a weirdo. scared and it's not working. Yeah, I'm trying to make her scream and cry. And she's like sitting on a chair going with her hands crossed going, oh, yes. Tell me more. What happened next? <laughs> so after the fairies at the river, what's like, what's your next... Um, I just always like going to the bookstores Mm -hmm. and uh, like I would just go to the new age section and sit there and read whatever books I could. Yeah. And that's where we have something in common because that's exactly what I used to do. Um, I usually couldn't afford the books, so I would just go and go to chapters and grab a book and go like hide out in a corner and read them. And the first book I bought, I still have, um, I don't even know what it's called, but it's by somebody called Amber K. Hmm. It's just like a magic 101 book. I still have it. Neat. I used to read a lot of Sylvia Brown books all mm-hmm. about ghosts and what happens in the afterlife. And I think mm-hmm. I have every one of her books. Um, and, uh, Esther Hicks and the whole law of attraction and mm-hmm. um, I couldn't get enough of all that stuff and so yeah I that was at a very young age like you know teens <laughs> so when did your um your witch journey really pick up like when did you start actually training and what did you start training in uh it would have been in my 20s um I think my first training was in Reiki or maybe astrology. Um, 
so Reiki, astrology, um, were probably my first two real getting into the, like, the new age thing, and then life happens, and, you know, then you fall out of it, and then you get back into it, but, um, especially when you have a career as well, like, you know, trying to, trying to make a living, and be a spiritual person (laughs) at the same time, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know, after life happens, and you, you know, you get into this stuff, and then, you get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I fell down the whole Mormon rabbit hole for a little while. So mm-hmm. that was right off the spectrum. Hey, well, that's spirituality too, <laughs> but <laughs> but we'll do a different podcast for you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so once I found myself again. Patsy's and... Mormon life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're a Mormon, I'll, I'll the power to you, but... Um, yeah, that just wasn't for me. Yeah. And a lot of the Christian beliefs just never rang true to me. So I um, I have many people that I love in my family, you know, that are very, um, I want to say Bible-like. Mm-hmm. And if that's what your belief, then you do you. But to me, that never even from when i was a kid sitting by the river there you know reflecting on it now it just mm-hmm. didn't it's not it's interesting not like i was so interested in, and i actually consider this a part of my spirituality which is why this is an unplanned tangent but um i was really interested in christianity and i was always really interested in spirituality and i asked my parents if i could go to sunday school and they said yo like what, what Pazzi says all the power to you <laughs> and i went by myself nobody took me there i've actually read the bible more than once and when i went to catholic school also by choice I killed it. Like, everybody there was like, you didn't even grow up Catholic. How do you know all of this stuff? And I was like, it really interests me. But um, I ended up going down the, the witchy path because I liked celebrating uh, the feminine. Mm. And I feel like there's more room to do that as a witch than as a Christian. But Yeah, I think what draws me the most to the witchy lifestyle or I don't you know, I say witchy lifestyle, but it's, you're encouraged spiritually to have your individual growth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what what goes for me may not go for you. Yeah. And, you know, diversity is encouraged. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to be a man. Um, you know. Yeah. It. Yeah, well, so many of my spiritual mentors are women, actually. Pretty much they all are. And um, back in my 20s when I started, I started belly dancing. But from Middle Eastern dance, there's many kind of spiritual tangents from there. Like there's a whirling, which is essentially spinning in a circle. But like if you think about, you know, even as a kid when you start spinning in circles till you fall down, you get dizzy. But I think there's something even more innate that's going on there because it does connect you to the divine. Um and that, that must be before you throw up then. Oh uh, yeah, you have to train yourself for sure. <laughs> like but I I got to a point I was I was working with um with professional whirlers and yeah, you just whirl 15 20 minutes 
wow. at a time. And yeah, like you feel more connected to God spinning in a circle than going to church. That's for damn sure. Um, and also from belly dance, I started doing what's called czar rituals. So in Africa and places in the Middle East, if you were afflicted by, it could be anything from mental illness to like grief, or you just feel like you have like a low or a toxic vibe. All these women will get together with you and they drum and you sing and you scream and you cry. And it's, it's just like a very like full out, like musical animated shake it out kind of ritual. And so like I've done quite a few of those. I even brought one of my mentors to New Brunswick to do that for women in New Brunswick in um, I think it was 2017 or 2018. Cool. Yeah. And so back in my 20s, like, and when I got into dance, belly dance is a whole community of spiritual, witchy, and, like, hippie women. Mm -hmm. So I did all kinds of, like, you know, I was studying everything from crystals to astrology to tarot cards and like whatever yoga I did so much yoga like no matter who you were training with or doing classes with everybody has something to offer and everybody has something to learn from so I feel like I got like I received so much in information and education from all the people that I danced with very cool that's what I like a lot about the witchy lifestyle is you can incorporate you know the crafts and spell jars and witch balls which by the way mm -hmm. we're going to give away as a gift um yeah remember that witch balls, witch <laughs> balls. that's uh, what you gotta say so and then you know the kitchen witch and using herbs and apothecary i've always been into that stuff mm -hmm. i mean i make my own everything in in my house but i never put the two together mm -hmm. until we started going down that witchy lifestyle journey yeah. so <laughs> well, well, even something like bonfires or camping, you know, like I, I do bonfires all the time. I go camping. I'm an outdoors woman. I love plants. And if you don't know, you can connect that to like your magical being mm. and like the study of witchcraft. Those are just hobbies until yeah. you're like, wait a minute, I'm very skilled in these areas, you know, and that's mm. part of what makes me such a phenomenal witch if I do so say myself <laughs> <laughs> you're awesome you know? and so are you you know and you have all these um skills yeah. under your witch hat mm -hmm. that you weren't even aware were witchy and all of a sudden it's like oh, yeah, I just like to do them you know yeah. you know whole sound healing and and dowsing rods I mean I've been doing that I don't years mm -hmm. pendulums you know I but I just never, it's weird, I never connected the mm -hmm. two before. I just always thought, okay, well, that's new agey, and that's what I like. But now it feels like I'm almost home. Like, I found my home, I found my place, I found my people. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, What about, um, like, impactful learnings? Like, what was the most impactful learning for you? I really enjoyed, I did a year-long priestess training with Georgina Gibson at East Coast Mystic and um, that actually the not only were the trainings really beneficial and I felt like I just totally leveled up in my practice but I was also connected to really amazing women who I have formed very meaningful friendships with there's a group of us that go camping together uh, and then we've also had a couple of those ladies on as guests already 
Patty LeBlanc, Tabitha Foster, who I also have a business relationship with at Oh My Soul and Journey. So it was really great for networking and connecting. Um, the other big one for me is Rula Saeed in Toronto. She was my dance instructor, but she's also very much a witch and totally pulled me down the rabbit hole into her crazy world of drum and dance and singing as a form of spirituality and even just dance and movement outside of like the put a big smile on your face and do dance moves you know like she showed me that dance really is a form of mediumship and a way to let um let things flow through your body like let let yourself receive messages cool and then my other big mentor is um, this woman I know called Patsy Hanaberry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Aww, thanks. laughs> Yeah. Well, we, we've already been down that, that path, but, you know, I do consider you to be a mentor in, in business and in life, so. Well, I certainly learned a lot from you, too, so the, the road goes both ways there. For sure. Who else do you... Um, I would say Georgina Gibson for sure. Um, I take the uh, I'm training with her as a mystic, and then in August I start my training with her, the same priestess mm-hmm. training that you took. Yeah, I'm gonna do it again. <clears throat> so um, definitely uh, Georgina. Uh, Sean Leonard is another person I would consider as a mentor. I took two years of training with him um, under his spirit talker realm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Aboriginal medium and he's one gifted soul. Um, people that I don't personally know, but I still consider them a mentor just because I have learned a lot just from their readings and their teachings. Um, like I said before is Sylvia Brown and Esther Hicks and, you know, going back from, to when I was, you know, an early teen reading all I could read on from them. So, but yeah, what's your, out of the things you've trained in and you know, Patsy's being really humble. Like she actually has like, she has a scroll that's about a hundred feet of like, (laughs) I'm just kidding, but she has done a lot of different training. So like out of all of them, what, what, do you like the most? What do you use the most? And what do you want to keep studying? And that can all be one thing and just throwing some questions at you. <laughs> um, I think what I like the most is probably Pendulum or Tarot. Mm-hmm. Uh, How long I, have you been doing Tarot for? Uh, I guess I was, I played around with it since, you know, I was probably in my 30s. Mm-hmm. But, um... You know, just recently I've been studying it a little more in depth mm-hmm. with Georgina, so I'm understanding a lot more. Yeah, it's interesting how, like, sometimes like, things come into your life and you're not quite ready to receive them yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I received my first deck from my mother when I was, like, a teenager or in my early 20s. But I didn't really um, dig into it until I I was gifted my first well, I guess my mom gifted me my first deck and then my second deck, my husband gifted me when we took our trip to Alora, and that was in 2016. Yeah. And so that's, that's cool when thing. I, yeah, and that's when I, you know, I guess found a deck I connected to and I started studying more. And then, yeah, like in the last little while, we've really kicked it up a notch. And I would say that's one of my 
favorites as well that I want to keep pursuing because uh, that really... Once you learn more and more, then it's like, oh, that's how that works. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's like... And it really, like, works for my, like, storytelling mm-hmm. nature as well, where I can put these pieces together for people and really lay out, a like, a storyboard of their life for them. Cool. Mm-hmm. Pendulum. I've always had pendulum and played with the pendulum and mm-hmm. um and the other thing that I really like doing is uh and is the um using crystals and oh, yeah. um you know whether it's on your body or on your face or even just meanings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm not even the kind of person. I mean, I do believe that. I'm not gonna say that I don't believe that they like you know work in. I'm going down a hole I don't really want to go down right now. <laughs> but I'm not saying, like, they don't work. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that what I... I'm even the kind of person where, you know, you can say, like, oh, this crystal means this and this. And you can just put it in your hand and think on that to give you that subconscious message. That that's, like, what you need in your life or that's what, what you need to carry with you. And yeah. that's, like, that's what I say to people when they... When they're like, oh, crystals, ooh, you know, and they get all, like... I don't believe in that. It's like, well, it's not really like, I'm not saying like, you know, hold on to this and it's going to change you, change you from the inside out or it's going to like heal your diseases or, you know, like I'm not really saying that, but they, they give you points to think about and to meditate on. And they, they give you like the power that you need through, through the awareness. Mm -hmm. Oh, lots of people will pick up a gemstone and they're like, they're, they're drawn to this gemstone, mm-hmm. but they don't even know why. Um, but once you look into the meaning of the gemstone, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, well, it's like other sense. kinds of magic too. Like yeah. if you do candle magic, yeah. like I'm not necess- necessarily saying that if you light a blue candle, you're going to go and all your communication problems are going to be solved or you, you know, you light an orange candle and you're going to have the confidence to go and do everything. But it, it gives you the awareness and it puts that meditation in your mind. And, you know, that's kind of part of the magic. Just, just paying just attention, to paying that. attention. Yeah. yeah. Fire scrying. Same thing. I love fire scrying. Mm-hmm. So I, I've picked that up recently and I really, really enjoy that. So, yeah. Yes. We've, uh, and we've had some pretty cool fire scrying experiences together. Like we just had, a bonfire and yeah for like days after we were sending each other pictures i even saw jesus in the fire of all things you know it's like he's not just in toast anymore (laughs) (laughs) but no there was like um patsy had a witch on a broom yeah that was cool and a couple of uh different spirit faces showed up and then fairies dancing yeah so that was just one fire that's one fire (laughs) yeah like fire scrying is real (laughs) And yeah, in any kind of elemental work, like I've studied the elements, so I have a lot of connection to like every single one of them, whether it's fire, air, earth, or water. Uh, There's so much to learn. And I guess you can say spirit as the fifth, you know? So there's there's something to learn from the earth all the time. Well, we're all on a learning path Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just... Even this journey that we've been on together... It's totally like inner child, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we've been, mm-hmm. we're, we're connecting to our goddess and our inner child through all of the stuff that we've been doing together. 
And for me, it's a lot to do with my mental health. And, you know, a, a year ago, I was, my mental health wasn't all that good. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we are going on to one year since our first retreat. Yeah, that's right. Together. This is like our one year yeah. retreat anniversary, which I think is where <laughs> we, cool. where we first really connected outside yeah. of our jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, it's, you know, I have my job in my corporate world, mm-hmm. but for witchy lifestyle, you know, for the, you know, so-called weekend warrior, if I didn't have that in my life, mm-hmm. then I don't know where I would be. I definitely yeah. wouldn't be the whole person that I feel like I am now. Yeah, and I mean, like, I feel like a lot of my spirituality has come from those dark nights of the soul, mm-hmm. you know, from those life, those hard life lessons and like the recovery from that. And without the network of women and spiritual people that I've had in my life, like, I just don't know where I would be mm-hmm. without them. Like the, the positive, like non-toxic spiritual world and women and, you know, people that like gather. You. They, yeah. Yeah. Like it's for that uplifting for that support for that like mm-hmm. non-judgmental like you know anybody can do this anybody can be what they want to be and uh we're all here for each other right and it doesn't matter what your credential credentials are you know at the end of the day it doesn't no it's how about how you make people feel I agree. You know, you can be the most qualified person on the planet, but if you make people feel like shit, then you're not actually a spiritual person. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> that's that's the 100% truth. So, I guess that uh, gives you a little idea of who we are, Kalina and I, and um, how this all kind of started. Um, is there anything else you want to add that I... No, I just, uh, it's a, it's actually an interesting exercise to talk about myself. Mm. I feel like even as like, you know, doing a podcast, I'm much more inclined to ask other people questions and to talk to other people. So yeah, talking about yourself is not an easy thing. Not when like, maybe I need to be more of a narcissist or something (laughs) like that, (laughs) but I don't, I don't really like to talk about myself. I don't find it as comfortable maybe as other people do, but yeah, no, I don't, it's not my favorite thing either. You know, I am who I am, like it or don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're still listening, I don't know, maybe you like it. So <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you. We do you. appreciate it. So that's, uh, that one's in the can, man. And, Until uh, next time. Stay, stay witchy. witchy.